Welcome to the Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts, Maggie Mutesi and Dumi Jere, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly Beat with your host. My name is Dumi Jere, and I'm coming to you from Johannesburg in South Africa. And my beautiful sister Maggie, this time she is actually in Nairobi. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> good to be back. back. Um I mean Nairobi is always is always home. I mean it's uh it's it's just like a drop away from Kigali, so it feels home. It's good to be back. It's very cold to me. Yeah. I think climate change is not a hoax, people. It's 10 degrees, 11 degrees. It's This is Africa, what? guys. We're supposed to be under the sun. But besides that, it's a, it's a bit very chilled and quiet. It's one of those few days when you don't see traffic in Nairobi, you know something yeah. is going on, huh? You know, the thing that I like the most about uh, Nairobi is just, you know, the the entrepreneurial spirit that you yes. feel when you're in the town. Like, yes. people are really, you know, out there to get what's theirs. You know, you said to me sometime back, you're like in Lagos, you sit at um, at a waiting lounge and you yeah. just feel like everybody's closing a deal. Yeah. And then you're asking yourself what you're doing there. So Nairobi has that feeling too, where it, it, it kind of feels like, you know, everybody's on the move, even in your own house. You just feel like everything around you is moving and it's just very fast. So, and speaking of that, like, how, you know, I was actually going to mention that, that uh, you're mentioning that, you know, it's a bit quiet and people are not really out in the streets. Mm. And that's because tomorrow, uh, the Kenyans are off to the voting polls. Mm. Now, uh, Kenya has a very complicated relationship with um, democracy, you know. Um, recent elections, um, some have been annulled and uh, a, a rerun, or, or re, I mean, ordered by the, by, by the courts. Uh, the opposition has boycotted in one of the elections mm. um, and uh, you know in the other uh, elections probably a decade ago or so post-election violence was rife mm. so you know that's what we mean by, by a complicated relationship with democracy but the funny thing is or something that's that I've observed is that power seems to stay in the hands of a few families. Uh, Tell me about it. Kenyatta's mm. or the Odingas. Um, and speaking of the Odingas, this year we've got Mze um, Raila Odinga mm. who's seeking the top office uh, in a record. I think it's fifth time. If you if you if you read our Manta Manta's third opinion. We, we touched on that a bit. Mm. Uh, and he's up against William Ruto, uh, a self-styled outsider who says he started last, I mean, he started his life uh, selling chickens. Um, <laughs> reading different news articles, uh, the poll suggests that the election is way too close to call. Mm. And, you know, a, a, a lot is riding on this. And, you know, funny enough, as we are recording this, and when the markets opened in uh, Nairobi this morning, the Kenyan shilling was at a record low against the dollar mm. on the eve of these elections. And that just tells you how anxious the mood is. Um, business is 
playing a wait-and-see game. Everybody's just like, okay, we, we're not sure who's coming in, whose policies are we going to have to adopt, and how are they going to affect our businesses, and, and many of such things, man. And um, for you, Maggie, in Nairobi, mm. how do you feel? Obviously, you, 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 you're not part of the voting electorate. However, um, I'm like an observer in my own house. I know, right? But uh, still, the decisions that the electorates put put forward uh, will impact you. Yeah. What's your take on uh, where Kenya finds itself? Today? I mean, I mean, you've summed it up pretty good. And um, Kenya, when, when you think of Kenya in East Africa, you're yeah. looking at political and economic powerhouse. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, it plays a very critical uh, role. It's like a big brother that you know you you're looking at a country that is you know. One of the fastest growing, uh, not just uh, in the region, but also Africa. But also, it attracts a lot of foreign direct investment. When you look at mm. this uh, startup ecosystem here, it can only be compared to Nigeria or Egypt. So. Uh-huh. It is a key player on the regional stage. And even though there's been a lot that has happened with the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, we're looking at the drought that we've seen, I think, in Western Kenya. Mm. And uh, the impact that Ukraine has had on all our economies in terms of commodity prices or fuel and energy. Um, I think this election comes at a critical time. You know, Kenya also is one of those highly indebted countries. I don't know if you've been following closely, uh, but one of the things that has been at the center stage has been, you know, debt restructuring and how... Yeah, I remember, I re- mm-hmm. remember how, you know, uh, Instagram live when you mentioned that point mm-hmm. and I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and folks, for, if you want to catch uh, um, 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 a, a recap of that Instagram live, uh, please head over to our YouTube channel. I think there's a video there where you can catch up. Sorry, my gear cut you. No, I mean, that's saying? a good thing because then they can, they can uh, you know, the audience can have a deeper look on what we mean when it, when because we, we have 50 minutes to sum this up do me it's not the easiest (laughs) you know but um um i think i think i think kenya is is um um a very stable country i don't anticipate uh, of course we've had uh a few uh election times i think was was it 2000 and what when we had uh railo dinger and mikey Baki, you know that that kind of political violence but i don't think it's expected this time around um but you're looking at two leaders one you know like you mentioned has come close to being president twice and that's railo dinger and he says this mm. is his last time. If he's given a chance, he's uh, old enough. Twenty-seven, yeah. He's seventy-seven. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I almost even made him younger. <laughs> you know, so for him, he says this is my last chance, and I need a chance to rule. The the deputy president is presenting something new from a perspective of we are the hustler nation, and I am here to shake up things and fight corruption. Because also Kenya has one of the highest corruption rates in Africa, I think in Africa as well. It but does. Yes, it there's does. so much corruption in this country. The, the race is very tight and economically speaking, there's a bit of skepticism. In moments like this is when people don't put money in a lot of stuff because you don't know uh, what's mm. going to happen. It's a very, very close election. I don't yeah, think the margins yeah. will be that much in whoever wins, but we, can, we can't wait mm. to delve deep yeah. into that on our 
broadcast on Wednesday that we will share Most with the, when we have a guest. Everything is on our hold at least yeah. for the next couple of couple of days or at least for a week until they announce the results. Well, one fascinating fact, which I know you will like, mm. is that, you know, the actual running mate for Raila Odinga is the female by the name of Matt Karua. Um, it'll be interesting to see if uh, that party succeeds and wins, then, hey, Kenya will have its own uh, Kamala Harris. For me, at the end of the day, I think the question is, um, can they get Kenya out of that date? Because this country has so much to offer and uh, it's a beacon of, uh, you know, economic progress within the region. I mean, for us in East Africa... Uh, you look at Kenya and you see a country where, you know, everything moves. You see a country that is, you know, regardless of, besides the corruption and every, everything around, um, it's an entrepreneurial country. The spirit, the zeal, mm. and there's so much more to offer to the world. The, the words change and uh, the word uh, revolution, they continue to be thrown around ahead of defining election. According to latest polls, nearly half of the people population don't believe that anything will change regardless of who comes into power but the focus on economics it does represent something new and by extension that then impacts africa and the position in which kenya finds itself uh, relative to the african continent uh, i mean when you look at it uh, on the one hand you've got the changed narrative that william ruto is 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 campaigning on uh, after many years of alliances like you're saying with dynasties mm. i mean dynasties like um the moi daniel arab moi odinga kenyatta and so mm. uh, williams ruto then feels like uh, they were a bad thing after all. So now he has campaigned on economic inequality and the need for change, mm. which are messages that are resonating with lots of folk. And if he were to keep up to the promises, I mean, if he were to win the election and keep up to the promises, then um, that is good news for Kenya and, by extension, Africa. I think for me... It's the yes. sad bit is the amount of money that is spent on these elections. I think I read, I told you I read somewhere that yes. uh, it's costing the Kenyan Electoral Board, which is, I think, IEBC, $20 to process a single voter. So yeah. you're looking at billions uh, of shillings. I think it was about $44 billion. But uh, ideally, it's been, it's been um, branded the most expensive election in Africa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so far, the second most expensive election for Kenya. But that amount lost in that small period of time, the question is, or is, is it worth it really? It brings a lot of questions. But again, this is something we can delve deep into when we have our yeah. guest on Wednesday and see what they have to give to us. I think Kenya is a very important a economy. Yes, it is. But also, um, in Africa, politics runs business. You we can't divorce the two. Absolutely. And um, it's, it's what we keep saying that if a country is not stable, then you're absolutely not attracting as much. And uh, obviously, uh, this is one country that has been able to attract a lot of FDIs in the past years. Mm -hmm. You have global companies set up here from uh, media to technology to banking. The banking yeah. sector here is probably one of the best in yes, Africa. Yeah. There is so much at hand. There's so much to look at. Kenyan elections, ethnicity always is always a critical mm. um, as people to, I mean, a critical factor as people try to uh, mobilize the support 
which is also why we keep saying to be a close close poll because many a times um, most Kenyans vote across ethnic lines but um, we'll see how true. this one goes and um, folks we will definitely revisit this topic on Thursday in our broadcast so please do uh, keep a, a look out for that one as we uh, explore more with a guest um, who's probably going to give us more information around Kenya but uh, for today we're going to have to leave it here folks um, thank you for tuning in to this uh, podcast focusing on uh, Kenyan elections truly truly appreciate and uh, in case uh, you would like to read more about um, the Kenyan elections or any other news that are happening in across our beautiful continent please log on to our website www.mansamedia.africa from me in Johannesburg and Maggie in Nairobi till the next episode here's to peace and profit The Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts Maggie Mutesi and Dumi Jerry giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories The Weekly Beat by Mansa Mansa